Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Mike, JB, and Chris. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. Guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into this interview with Sean from Jira Wallet. Uh, Sean, can you please introduce yourself? Let us know a little bit about how you got involved in crypto and starting Jira Wallet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I am a co-founder of Jira Wallet. So Jira Wallet is a Cardano wallet. Uh, it's an extension and mobile right now. So we just launched iOS, um, or I should say Apple gave us approval uh, to launch it just a few days ago. And then also we have it on Android. And so our angle on the market or... Um, our our goals are to be a user friendly uh, wallet to bring everything all in one location, um, so it's not requiring you to to send several transactions to go to a centralized exchange to uh, go across several endpoints on the internet that sort of thing. So um, next up we have our dashboard, which is going to be integrating everything all in one place. It's going to be kind of like the ex extended version of the wallet, but it'll be kind of a DeFi all in one hub. Um, and so my background is in user experience and psychology. And so that's kind of how Jira Wallet started was uh, back in the DeFi summer, there was MetaMask and Uniswap. And I was always kind of frustrated with the way things were. Uh, I remember I had to look up YouTube videos trying to figure out, you know, what, why won't my token show up in the wallet and what's slippage and, you know, all, all those all of those things that we had to learn. Um, but, uh, you know, there was a good opportunity with Cardano with the smart contracts last year, and there wasn't a MetaMask-like wallet solution. So, um, yeah, we we uh, took on the risk, uh, took on the challenge. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, our, that's our focus really is to improve user experience and try, now it's tried to bring Web2 into Web3 and into Cardano. So the, those that's what we're doing with Jira Wallet. Thanks, Sean. It's great to have you on the channel again. Really look forward to this interview. Um, so I'd like to ask you, obviously, you've touched on it a little bit, but you know, what is Jira Wallet and what are its current features? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so right now we have the web extension and the mobile apps. And so current features are the basic wallet uh, functionality. So you can send and receive, you can store CNTs and Cardano, store your NFTs. Um, there's the ability to listen to your NFTs or if there's video, um, you can do, do those things. Um, also, we just now support fractionalized NFTs. So those Noom, uh, I don't know if you follow Noom at all, but they have, uh, they're one of the first with fractionalized NFTs. Um, and so you can listen to your NFTs there in the wallet and, and check them out. Um, uh, you know, there's, it's pretty basic, but, you know, transactional history, of course. But then uh, on the mobile side, we have the DAP connector. So we have two dApps right now, which are NFT marketplaces. And the reason why we did that for launch, uh, since we just launched open beta this last month, um, is because we have the DEX aggregator in the mobile apps. And so you can make your swaps from all of the DEXs uh, right on your phone. So, you know, if you're like on the train or commuting or whatever, uh, you have those available. And, uh, you know, we wanted to have something for the DAP, DAP store, basically. So we, we picked two NFT marketplaces, and now we're going to be expanding everything as we get out of uh, open beta. And then the only other thing, I guess, is like some some personalization you can do in the wallet. So there's like the, the face plates you can change, and we're going to be adding a lot more soon to make it a little, little bit more 
a little bit cooler, you know, add your favorite NFTs, um, your pro your favorite NFT projects, that sort of thing. So you can have like a Claymates faceplate or something like that. Um, and then we have hardware wallet support and ADA staking on the web. So I, I think I covered everything, um, but uh, we're also, you know, we're going to be adding a lot, a lot more as we move forward, but um, hopefully I covered everything. Yeah, it sounds it sounds exciting. Uh, can, can you touch a little bit more on the the audio and video support that you guys sure. have? Yeah, uh, so we have a very user friendly, um, I guess like like interface or uh, a way to facilitate those NFTs. So if you have an NFT that has metadata that includes video or audio, you can watch that directly in the wallet. Like you go to your collectibles tab and just click on it, and you can click play as video. Or, or audio, that sort of thing. So it's, it's, a, it's a small amount of like a media player, but we're not, we're not trying to focus on that. Uh, it sounds, sounds really interesting. I think there's a, a few iterations of uh, other projects doing something similar around the audio and the video side of things. I think uh, particularly with some of the, you know, the music artists and the music, music industry and stuff. So yeah, it's an interesting kind of uh, aspect to, to everything on the, the NFT front. Mm. Um, so yeah well, I was just going to say that yeah we we like to facilitate uh those guys and I I'm big into music and I mean I'm also a user user researcher for Noom actually mm -hmm. um so we're pretty close to uh kind of the DIY people on uh making music on Cardano right now that sounds sounds impressive what um are the future sort of features that you're you're working on for for Jira Wallet just out mm -hmm. of interest yeah so I mean, thinking about the roadmap right now, what's next up as far as features? Uh, certainly on mobile, will be will be the Bluetooth hardware wallet support um, and the ability to unlock your wallet with your your face or you know the biometrics, and then also ADA staking. So those things we we left out for the open beta. So we definitely need to get get those out. Adding the Dex aggregator to the extension. So some of these features kind of already exists, but we need to bring them full circle into, into the entire platform. So that, those will be the next features that are coming out. And then uh, for on Jero, on the Jero side, we actually have a governance token. Um, we have our NFTs as well. So the next thing that should be coming out is NFT staking, actually. And what we're looking at is doing some sort of combination with token slash NFT staking simultaneously. simultaneously. Um, so that's a big request from the community. So that's that's one reason why we're prioritizing it. And then uh, next up is going to be our dashboard. So towards, I, I think this is going to be our end goal or um, end of year goal for next year is to make sure we have a, that dashboard out running stable and many integrations such as uh, like borrowing lending. You could do your swaps. You can handle your uh, liquidity um th those sorts of things so and that will all be in the dashboard yes yeah we're going to be integrating uh like we have a partnership with liquid uh for example for borrowing and lending and then we have our dex aggregator and you have all of your regular uh wallet functionality basically we want to be like a full banking stack all in one place um similar to uh maybe like a like web2 you know like your wells fargo or chase or whatever where you manage your loans and manage your bank account and your your um your mortgage that sort of thing so that it what i see right now is it's, it's kind of a a barrier 
it's just like you have to navigate across so many places. Why, why, why don't we just integrate everything all in one place? Um, and so we can support the other. We're, we're not going to be building everything. We'll build like half of it. You know what I mean? And then integrate our partners like Liquid uh, and others, that sort of thing. So um, that way you can just manage it all in one place and you can see, you know, your your total amount all in one place and, and just watch that. And you have your, like your news. You can check in and out. It's just it's kind of an all in one place for 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 everyone, really. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, that's that's some really good. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So obviously, I've been told that you're looking um, to be cross-chain. If this is so, are you able to tell us what chains are maybe being considered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So our goal was always to be chain agnostic. Uh, of course, we're focusing on Cardano now. But uh, as we move forward, we'll have some governance votes. And what I suspect will be uh, have high interest is probably Ethereum. Uh, I think be hard to avoid that but also ergo and nervo so i'm looking forward to integrating those those two as well um so the jiro token is there utility behind the jiro token itself Mm -hmm. yeah so the main utility is the governance so being able to kind of uh, have your word and how jiro wallet will be built moving forward that sort of thing and so with that we have recently just finished our smart contracts and then had them audited by Tweak. And so this next year, we should be having uh, like true on-chain votes going on. Um, and then the other utilities, or I guess they're more of perks, but uh, discounts for the transactions in the platform. So for the DEX aggregator swaps, uh, if you're using uh, tokens, uh, you can get a discount there. Uh, we're gonna have some wallet personalization. So you'll be able to purchase uh, those sorts of things like skins and the face plates with the Jiro token. Um, also, holders that are staking will get a portion of the platform fees that come through Jiro Wallet. For example, if somebody's paying for a swap, you know, it's like one ADA, then like 25% will go to the staker stakers pool, that sort of thing. That's cool. Um, and there's a few others. It's more like like perks, like whatever we could do to kind of help out get get more use cases out of the token the big thing is really the the governance but um yeah there's a few others as well uh sounds sounds really good um what's your your biggest accomplishment in 2022 do you feel mm-hmm. i think uh it's got to be the mobile so actually getting that uh ios out app out that we just put out uh, went live a few days ago uh, and being able to get acceptance from from apple and just getting everything put together um I think uh, the most time was built was put onto the Dex aggregator. So getting that into people's hands and being able to, you know, allow them to make a swap on the go. You know, maybe they're in a work meeting or something like that, or they, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or they're at dinner with their family and they're like, they they see the news uh, and they're like, I have to make a swap right now. Well, you don't have to, uh, you know, make all those efforts to get into the Dex. You can just make the swap on your phone right there. Uh, Cool. So obviously we're drawn to the close of 2022 here. And this is one of my favorite questions to ask anyone who we do interview is what is the roadmap for 2023? Sure. Yeah. So I think I I touched on that a little bit. Um, So next up will be, uh, we need to optimize the wallets a little bit. There's a few challenges on Cardano that we need to get, get over and that's UTXO management. Uh, We have some, some backend, uh, areas that we need to improve on to make it more optimized. 
um, and, and consider running our own nodes, that sort of thing, because we're using a second party right now. Um, and then NFT staking. So that's a big request from the community, getting the governance voting outs, and then our, our dashboard. So those are the big things that, that come to mind for next year as far as the, the heavier milestones. Of course, we will be doing kind of smaller things like we always do along the way. Um, but but those are the big things that come to mind. Yeah, it seems like the dashboard is a focus. Like it's been brought up quite a bit during the interview. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's. I mean, if we're looking ahead, uh, you know, that's what that's what's on the horizon is this dashboard. And many people are asking about it, and and I want to get it out there. Um, so it, it's it's a it's a big milestone. And it's a big challenge. Um, but it's all kind of everything kind of comes into that dashboard. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the main hub essentially, um, but yeah, the congrats on the mobile the mobile version. Uh, I think the the mobile aspect, you know, all of us are so busy. I think that it's to have a mobile version where you can, you know, you might be out with your kids and you need to do something, and so to to be able to uh, just pick up your phone and and swap and do do what you need to do is is a huge huge thing. I know for for end users, right? Like for the for the consumer. So congrats to you and thank you. Uh, for for accomplishing those things, um, is there anything that you would like to share with our community that maybe we haven't covered on these questions, or anything that you want to drop drop some knowledge on us? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, I mean, um, it, I guess what I would like to say is like for your community, you know, if you guys if you haven't checked out Jera Wallet yet, please you know, give it a try uh, and then give us your feedback. So we really are trying to build a wallet for the user base, that sort of thing, and be very user focused. So, um, you know, if you like it, great, you know, give us your feedback. If you don't, then we will certainly like incorporate that and and move it in the right direction. Yeah, I think the, uh, I think the community, Chris and JB, correct me if I'm wrong, is big supporters of the wallet itself. I mean, it's, heavily talked about obviously the discord's got you know six thousand members in it it's it's talked about quite a bit so um you know i know chris has talked about it quite a bit i think that's why we want to do the interview is just because we like what it's doing obviously we love cardano too um chris chime in yeah i mean like <laughs> we recently launched uh, a joint nft uh in partnership with Cordacopius recently and uh yeah like um a lot of people were using the the Jira wallet um, and talked about it fondly. So, yeah, in our community, um, there's already quite a big pocket of people that are using the the wallet. And uh, yeah, I echo kind of what what you were saying, Mike. You know, it's um, yeah, it's one of those um, things where we 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 like to understand more about the the projects and and obviously the the wallet and try to get an idea of you know, what what the future looks like. It's always something that. Uh, interests us and something that we like to explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that sounds awesome. I think uh, as time goes on, we, we're gaining more and more traction and we're really trying. And I think, uh, you know, maybe just six months ago, it kind of felt like no one really knew who we were, uh, that sort of thing. So we, we've we've made a lot of progress and we continue to compound on that. And it's kind of like, it's really nice because it's really organic growth in the bear market and it's really bad right now. And our numbers are going up, so that's a huge that that's a huge thing for us. 
um, even though the numbers are, it's a small incline, but any sort of incline during this bear, like <laughs> everything is terrible. Volume's down so bad. Engagement is terrible. So I think mm-hmm. that that says a lot that we're, we're doing a, a lot of the right things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great to hear that uh, people are liking us. Um, and uh, we have that partnership with Cornucopius as well. One of the first partners. So yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there may be some overlap there with uh, the user base or at least the communities. Yeah, for sure. I think um, it, it, it is always interesting, um, you know, how the, the growth changes, you know, bear market bull market and the the types of individuals that you you, you have stay uh it's, it's been a really uh interesting experience particularly with like everything ftx and luna and celsius BlockFi and and so forth so yeah any growth is is a real big positive uh, in a market like we're in at the moment for sure mm-hmm. absolutely yeah sean how long how long have you been involved in crypto in general just for you personally yeah uh it's about 2015 i remember the first time i kind of found out about i may have heard about bitcoin or something beforehand but i watched the documentary on netflix actually about some of the early uh i guess the way that it was scoped was like about tor and all the corruption related to bitcoin and all the people that kind of got in trouble and but it was more it, it was a little bit informational as well like what bitcoin was about uh and it was kind of uh against the banking system. I think that's what resonated uh, most with me. And uh, yeah, I just started learning more about Bitcoin and then Bitcoin mining. And at the time, the apartment I lived in actually uh, didn't charge for electricity or they paid for electricity. So you could could mine, right? You can mine and not have to pay the electricity bill. But um, don't let them know that. Uh, But... uh, (laughs) but, uh, uh, that's what that's when uh, I first found out about it. And then I kind of moved to Ethereum, uh, started dabbling into things. So I didn't really get heavily invested until after 2018. Luckily, it was kind of a, I didn't get caught up in the hype. Uh, I may have bought a small amount. I can't remember. But I remember I bought the first major purchase was like Ethereum at 600 on the way down. And then it just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been uh, there on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, at this point, that wasn't a bad buy, but, um, uh, and then, uh, DeFi, like, basically I kind of just was interested. I got into V chain and other things and started getting to, uh, alts and there was DeFi summer. That's when I really got involved. Um, and then, uh, when smart contracts came around Cardano, I guess it was kind of the turn of last year, the beginning of last year, uh, is when I got more heavily involved in Cardano. Yeah, we're all you're all the words you're saying our community is just going to love you more and more right the v chain the cardano like uh we're i'm a chain maxi uh i'd have oh, to yeah. say uh oh yeah uh but that's not what this is about but yeah i was just curious i was just curious everyone that comes on i'm always curious what their crypto journey has been because obviously we've all have different completely different journeys right um so just curious yeah just, always- that's all i got it's always cool to hear about all of the different journeys for sure, how people get involved in it. And I think mine's kind of unique and I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but like the way I've gotten involved in building uh, in DeFi and blockchain is from a user experience or, you know, experimental psychological standpoint. So uh, I'm very much interested in improving UX for uh, blockchain. 
Um, and I'm not so much about the technical because I don't quite understand it. You know, I like I'm not a developer, but I do understand how to improve user experience or provide users, uh, you know, what they need, that sort of thing. I think user experience like is so important. And I feel that you know, the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those that's like it seems to get overlooked massively. Uh, and, and it surprises me, like, you know, that not we don't hear more people talk about it um mm. so it's re very refreshing yeah it's uh, usually it, from what i've seen in blockchain it tends to be one of the last things to consider even though people yeah. talk about it they're like ux this ux that uh i think the term ux is used very broadly and maybe misunderstood a little bit sometimes people use it as like the ui uh or if something looks pretty that sort of thing but the um you know, the way a platform looks or the UI looks is just actually a very small part of what UX is. Um, and so UX is really the first thing that should be considered mm -hmm. uh, doing foundational research and getting information and data from uh, the, the market and the users that you're going to be supporting that sort of thing. And then incorporating UX along the way, uh, not wait for it at the end, but it tends to be done at the end. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. yeah the, user, the user experience is huge. I mean, for someone, you know, coming into it, when I came into crypto and, you know, started learning about everything, I mean, it, a lot of the stuff that I was trying to use was just very difficult to use. So, <laughs> you know, I can imagine anybody that's coming in now, I mean, even a year later, the amount of things like Jiro Wallet and, and things like that, that can help the, the now consumer base come in and just be simple. You know, if they could just make things simple, right? Like Jira Wallet, then we'd probably have more people involved in the space. I think, you know, because I got frustrated in the beginning of my crypto journey, just trying to figure everything out. So, um, you know, kudos to you for thinking first end user, right? And then worrying about what it looks like at the end of it. So just to kind of put it in a simple form, you know, it matters what your consumer, if you're making a product, your consumer should be able to use it simple. It shouldn't be... Mm -hmm. I shouldn't need a you know science degree to figure out how to use a app or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and we still have a long way to go. Uh, um, I think it's like in the industry, uh, you know, if people are pushing the envelope, it gets better and better. I guess as far as like technology and stuff like that, you know, look at cars like they were much different early on, and I'm sure people were always trying to improve it and, and make it uh, more user-friendly that sort of thing so you don't have to like crank the engine in the front <laughs> or whatever i don't know if you've seen like the old cars so uh, we do focus uh on the user experience but we do also have a long way to go so um we uh, i think the biggest challenge right now is the seed phrase so i think that's the biggest obstacle and unfortunately it's pretty early on uh, in the account creation where uh, maybe a new user may come to Cardano and try out the wallet, but they get to that seed phrase part of it. And, you know, it's kind of like, what is this? You know, oh, I have to keep track of this and there's vulnerability and risk attached to it, that sort of thing. Um, so that's something that we'll have to get, uh, get around moving forward as a non-custodial solution. I know as a custodial solution, it's pretty easy uh, and kind of a preferred user experience, but um, I think that's the biggest hurdle that we need to get over. And then there's kind of the UTXO management on uh, Cardano. That's one thing that is just kind of very new to people in general. Everyone's used to like their Visa credit card or the account model, that sort of thing. So uh, we'll have to get creative and, and, and scale a little bit for that to uh, 
basically make it so people don't have to think about it. And right now, if you have a thousand UTXOs or a bunch of NFTs, then it creates a problem and, and people think it's the wallet or, and it partially is, but it's kind of just a part of being on Cardano right now. Yeah, seed, seed phrases can be a terrifying thing, <laughs> yeah, you know, because that disclaimer and you hear of so many people losing their seed phrases. But once you get to that point, you know, I when you said it just now, I was like, oh, where's my seed phrase at or my, you know, MetaMask or whatever, <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, it can yeah. be, it can be a little scary sometimes, but yeah, yeah I think that's it. what, I think that's what scares people the first time is like, oh, this is real. This is like going to be, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think the, the best thing you can do now is try to be, uh, to communicate the value of it and be very transparent to, to new users. Uh, so at least they, they don't get scared away by seeing their 15 word seed phrase or whatever, that sort of thing. I do, I do welcome the time in the future when we come to the point when seed phrases aren't a thing, you know, whether it's biometrics, whether it's, you know, whatever, whatever comes of it, I, I do, I, I personally look forward to the time when we don't have seed phrases, we don't have passwords, something, there's a simple solution out there, I just, I look forward to seeing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we'll definitely get beyond that, uh, I think we have to in order to have mass adoption. Super. Well, um, no, I appreciate you taking the time out of your your busy schedule, Sean, to to spend the time with us and uh, you know let us know about everything that's happening with your Jira Wallet. And I think the uh, community is going to be buzzing to to see the interview. And um, I'm sure that if anybody that is is watching hasn't already used it, uh, check out the links uh, down in the description. We're we're at the 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 official website uh, details there for you to go and explore Jira Wallet. Yeah, Sean, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm glad to talk about, um, you know, the wallet uh, myself and do, uh, talk, talk about a, a little bit of gaming as well. So, um, yeah, thank you so much.